Hey, we're back. It's Film Suck. Today we're going to talk about psychotic film directors and um, who is a real psycho and who is actually a fraud, according to us. <laughs> we're the only ones who matter, so <laughs> we can say what we like. What's going to give you insight into the, into the disturbing? I mean, I defy anyone to come up with something as absolutely awful as is Polanski's The Tenet. <laughs> yes, okay. That might be I, the, I, I, I mean, think that's for one both of, my... of us is a kind of benchmark in psychotic filmmaking. It's so effective in every, again, in every shot, in every color choice, in the Do you know why? Like, what's your reading of it? It's because, it's because it's such a convincing portrait of hostility in the world that seems to come out of almost like a Freudian you just don't it's from everywhere it just is exuded by all humanities to the point so that he gets drawn over the line into this you know the, the far more aggressive aspects I mean pe most people want to sit there going is it in his mind or is it in reality I don't even think that's interesting how can you even make the division no it's much more it's yeah. just as much a portrait of the world of you know and he, you know there's some literal things the xenophobia the character is born Polish though he's a, a naturalized French yeah. citizen as he tells everyone in the film that they all hate him. All the neighbors are are just vicious and they're and he picks these great old Hollywood actors. Melvin Douglas is this evil, pale-eyed old man who's the owner of the building, and Shelley Winters is the concierge. She's got this horrible baleful <laughs> like the meanest cow you ever saw staring at you just for no reason, just because you showed up and said hello. There's just this level of that on your bad days, especially in urban life, I think, well, maybe any life, you feel intensely. Like, I don't know why, but hostility is just everywhere. It's oozing out of everyone. Everyone seems to hate everyone. And then, of course, it starts getting more and more gradually personalized in that way that if you just want to sketch further on, again, your worst days, you also feel like somehow you are the target of people's rage and hatred. Yeah, they conspire against yes, you. And you don't, you don't know why, you don't know what the result is, but you almost feel yeah. yourself getting dragged into a narrative. And that's, what, of course, what happens to him. He starts, he starts, in fact, enacting the role of the woman who was there before, who committed suicide, was driven to suicide by the neighbors. We never really find out what happened, how it happened, but she jumped out the window and he's clearly being... <laughs> Um, compelled Forced somehow to, do the, same, to yeah. do the same thing. And, but, you know, there are scenes that are just ah, where he finds the tooth in the wall. He's moving a piece of furniture. Um, there's a there's a little hole in the wall with a ball of cotton. He pulls it out and there's this tooth pulled out at the root. So very long <laughs> to the root. And he just stares at it blankly. And, of course, after a bit, just puts it back in the wall. <laughs> this this. And you're just like, bro, in your mind reels. Like, what scenario gets gets you this removed tooth in the wall? There's no answer to it, but it's just there's something. It's that that sort of sense of something has penetrated. Something terrible has penetrated everything. So, like, it's even as lightly as he's constantly being offered hot chocolate by the guy who runs the cafe downstairs. That's a very Rosemary's Baby thing, where she's she's being constantly <laughs> dosed with um, chocolate mousse desserts and things that are supposed to be good for her yeah. while she's pregnant. And, of course, it's through that means that she's being drugged and she's going to be raped by Satan and all that other stuff. It's much more ambiguous about what's going on, other than it's what the dead woman always drank. And before he knows it, he's constantly having 
this hot chocolate urged on him. And so they've just become yeah. something like they're trying to get at your inner body. They're trying to get at your mind every, and everything. Is, but everything's already permeated <laughs> at the same time with this kind of. But it's always like someone like you versus them. The repulsion is the same mm-hmm. way. He'll right. Yes, that everything is coming for you, <laughs> and but out of what yeah. impulse? Either even if it's only in your yeah. head or not clear, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's there's plenty. There's plenty because yeah. there's always a bleed from what would be in the 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 kind of quote unquote normal world. So, like for example, Roman Polanski's supposedly normal quote unquote friends who come from outside the building to come in <laughs> are all just like just aggressively awful. <laughs> people they're just all terrible all the guys are constantly sexually harassing the women they're all as loud as pointlessly loud as hell there's this wonderful scene where the main male friend puts on the loudest music he can possibly find just to harass the neighbors who are constantly complaining about the noise even when roman polanski's character is almost making not a peep someone will come to the door (laughs) screaming at him over the noise he's making and so the guy puts on the largest like john philip sousa mountain marching band music he can and is stamping up and down and Rowan Polanski's yeah. like but even we on our own don't want to make this much noise so what are you doing and he's like it's about our rights that we can make as much noise as we want. and this guy is just his kind of psycho but he's the kind of normal friend that who's always in a state of just insane aggression but has been taken as that somehow that's funny or normal or normal behavior so it's just everywhere it's the permeation of it's everywhere and of course Polanski playing the character himself and Polanski frankly it's a good actor He's a great actor, but he's also a kind of rat-like looking little guy, and he has a lot of wormy behaviors. It's not like he's fully sympathetic. Like when he goes to the hospital (laughs) to visit the woman who killed herself, and it's like, well, why is he going there? Well, he really wants to check to see if she's really going to die, but he's kind of telling himself it's for out of sympathy because he can't get the apartment unless she dies. Yeah. And so he. And by the way, I still remember that scene again. I don't know how he did it because it's not much is shown. And that woman, when he comes to visit her, she's a tall rock. She's covered in right, bandages, right? right. right yes. The whole body. <gasps> and there's a mouth. Yes. Like you can't see much. It's not just scary, like nothing. There's no really floor. sticking out. And there's one yes. tooth and the mouth, a black hole. And she somehow starts either she, yelling she just starts all of a sudden. screaming. It's screaming, and there's there's a zoom to to right. the mouth, and it's so scary, and it just somehow just this, this it's is, horrifying. This is, you're right. You zeroed in on the key. He found exactly the way to reveal the mouth and part of one eye, and the mouth is horrible in a way that you have to you have to. An ordinary person can't do that. You wouldn't have thought to do it. You just wouldn't have thought to. It's the angle on the mouth and the way some of the teeth are missing and that one tooth really sticks down. And of course, it aligns to the tooth in the wall in your mind. It, it's so horrible that you, if you don't have some sort of vision of that that comes from somewhere, you'd never shoot it that way. No one would shoot it that way. No, it's, no one would have thought no. of it. It's, it's incredible. He's incredible. 